1: If we do put ourselves in a bubble where we don't interact and we don't have our opinions challenged and we don't start to think differently. And that's, uh, that's exactly where we are now.
2: We don't get our opinions challenged because we're always in a bubble, like on Instagram, I'm with all the people that understand me or like what I like Yeah, you know same on Facebook and whatever so we never like leave our you know yeah
1: it also then makes taking criticism even harder
2: yeah because if everything you do
1: it seems everybody loves Mm -hmm. and then someone says well actually you shouldn't how dare you facing that that, this is what I fear for our young people is how are they going to deal with real criticism Mm -hmm. in the real world when they when, if they do have I've got you know I don't know 5,000 followers on Instagram on YouTube and mm-hmm. you know this is what means this means I'm popular this means I'm liked how dare you criticise me yeah. and in fact they'll just retreat into those forums and worlds again they'll say well I'll just expose a bit more of myself on Instagram and I'll get even more likes what do you know yeah it's a uh, it's a little worrying a little bit it's a little very it's worrying. very worrying like, <laughs> yeah I'm scared it's actually
2: it's I had a terrifying. conversation with a friend uh about that and I told her, I was like, Yo, but you're used to not getting challenged because it sounds like every time somebody challenges you, you get upset. Yeah. But it's like it's just a simple question of like what did you mean? Like yeah. really and they're like, Oh, but that's not true. I'm like, Yeah, but you know, you probably yeah. have friends that, that that are, you know, willing to accommodate you yeah. in all your opinions. Exactly. And then once somebody comes from the outside Outside and challenges you, you yeah. get upset because you don't know what that is. You yeah. never get challenged, exactly. So, and that's like yeah. it's the bigger and bigger problem exactly. actually in the world today. So, and like I say, once you get challenged, you then turn to
1: you then turn to your friends who they yeah. will always support your point of view anyway. it most because <laughs> because particularly if you write things on Facebook or those sort of forums. You, people don't challenge you on it. If, mm. like, if I posted a picture of me drinking 10 bottles of champagne, mm-hmm. no one's going to say, hey, you can't afford 10 bottles of champagne. They'll yeah. go, oh, great! <laughs> yeah, you know. Looking great. No one's going to yeah. warn you or try and protect nah. you or say, but maybe, hey man, I see you boiling like 10 bottles of champagne. That's a lot. You, uh, yeah. Even privately, they wouldn't even say that. They'll just watch you fall. When yeah. really you want your friends to say, hey, you know, I'm your mate buddy, but maybe you should calm down going out, you know, because. Yeah. Things are tough But no one's Even scared to say it To your friends now
2: But the ultimate phenomenon for that Is Trump Like He's the He's like He's the he's like, the, he's the, he's the, Max, the pinnacle yeah, He's the oh, pinnacle yeah, like, Exactly Cause it's like This guy Never gets challenged like, Even Even when he's like I wanna become president And nobody really Challenges him Like He's He's the president right now yeah. So how How you tell a guy like that hey, He's wrong Yeah In anything because Oh they said I couldn't be president Yeah I am Yeah What are you going to say about that Like so anything He does from now on It's like <laughs> It was the end It was As soon as he as soon as his name Was called It was the end yeah. It was If you can accept
1: <clears throat> and, and they were digging out floors And every single day Since he's been in, in office mm-hmm. They've been revealing Floor after floor after, And still It seems yeah. that this guy's gonna be here in the
2: long term. They're not gonna impeach him, the Republicans, he's They can because then the whole system collapses because <sighs> it's like it's and that's another thing. Then you're challenging the system. Yeah. And once you challenge the system and, and, and you show the flawed what a flawed system it is, now all of a sudden everything is questionable. Yeah. And then the finances, the financial institutions and everything is questionable and yeah. the whole thing collapses. So that's why they gotta protect it. So they will protect it By any means Yeah Or protect him, him by, any by any means But he seems um, like He's constantly Walking in his Twitter account yeah. But that's the thing Like <laughs> They're trying to protect like, yeah. him But this guy Is like like a baby Like you, you You lift them away From the water <laughs> And then once you look away They're walking Towards the water again And you like Lift them <laughs> back right, And like, he's walking Towards you it You know And, it's, mm. and oh, everyone else Is just looking And saying Well you know there's, there's an Anyway Like we just started Talking right into The whole Interview thing. I mean, it's not really an interview. It's a, it's a conversation. But for the listeners, this is the Swedish Afterwork Pod, and uh, our guest today is none other than Andy Collins, a music lover, and that's actually why he's here because he's like a very—I don't know—I don't want to use the word notorious, but but he's he's a big he's a big music lover and a, a connoisseur of soul. And he started a website called Scandinavian Soul, which is actually one of the biggest platforms of Scandinavian soul music, or maybe the only platform, yeah, I think, yeah. of Scandinavian soul music, uh, apart from Mats Nilekwer <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> on, on Swedish radio. But yeah, man, tell us a little bit about yourself. Very happy to have you here. and yeah, really, thank you for inviting me.
1: Yeah. Really pleased to be here. Um, and
2: yeah, Oh yeah, Thank you for the kind words. I'm just <laughs> Notorious, saying, oh, kind of, with, word, where that came I mean, from? But well, you know, when somebody uh, that like fights and fights, you know, you're like you're fighting the good fight, and yeah. you know, just uh, in there, it's a, good,
1: it's a good description because I'm, even when you start to say a soul connoisseur, is, yeah. I, I almost don't even see myself like that. I see yeah. myself as a fighter for the voices of souls, yes. rather than like, oh, he's he's. I don't know what the word trying to define the music the whole roots of the website was to support and help artists and that's even more what my core drive has been in everything is to Mm -hmm. how can I get more people to support and help these artists because they're good artists and um, that's the I have to say the more I met artists and the more I chatted to them the more I fell in love with them as people and that was a wonderful thing as you realise when you meet someone and you find out what they're doing and if you have an interest in people, that then starts to drive you, you realise yeah. that people are amazing and they're struggling a lot mm-hmm. to do what they want to do and it's a passion and fire. And Yeah, when I'm around people like that, it makes me, it fires me up. I yeah. go, well, and, and what I have to do is actually the easy part. That's yeah. how I've always felt like it is that they do the hard work and been with an artist in a studio, the rehearsals, the writing, the, the the chord changes, the the melody changes, the this—that just to get it right. Yeah. And the way going back actually to what we were just talking about, Facebook and, and how we consume things these days, yeah. how we consume music is—you know—I found myself, you, you know, going, yeah, you know, i I going, I flick through. You know, what's that? No, 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 no. You know, why yeah.
2: Spotify's, you know, led you to this sort of age where you just flick through. You don't give it even a chance. No, nah, because it's too much out there. Like, you, you're you constantly thinking about the next thing. And the limited amount of time you have, you're thinking, like, oh, I have to go to the next because there's so much out there. I, yeah. I want it all, you yeah. know? So yeah. you don't really enjoy it. Like, And that's the funny thing. Like, we don't even enjoy art anymore because it's like... It's right on the tip of our fingers and it's more and more out there, and exactly. you always feel like you haven't. I don't know, I don't yeah. even know how to describe it, but it's a crazy feeling. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned it's <clears> all <throat> so about we
1: don't have time. Yeah. That we know in today's world we don't have time. We actually do have time. That's We funny. all have time, but yeah. we choose not to have yeah. time. We all have time to listen to that track. If you want to. I mean, in fact, thank God for things like Netflix. I mean, yeah. Instead of me feeling now, I, I used to keep thinking that I don't have time. Oh, I've got to watch every episode now while yeah. I've got time.
3: Mm.
1: Well, it's not going anywhere. I no. can watch that whenever I want in the next 50, 40 years. Yeah. But I'm, I keep thinking I don't have time. I have to watch every episode right now, yeah. otherwise I won't have time. And that sort of constant desire to, mm. I don't have time, because everyone tells me. Mm. You don't have time anymore. Not in today's world, you don't have time, yeah. it, but
2: really you do. But that's the funny thing, like, cause I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm an old school dude. Like <laughs> I'm like, let me say, I'm in my early forties, really? so I've been here for a while. And I remember back in the day where we only had two channels on the television, et cetera, et cetera. And I remember the time consuming efforts of just hooking up with your friends you know you have to call early in the morning like yo we're going to meet here at this time and then you or maybe like looking for a trip yeah. like back in the day you had to call different agencies compare prices It could take a whole day yeah. now it takes me 5 minutes and blah, blah, yeah. I'm done yeah. that means i have time to do other things yeah. but what i do with that time is crazy yeah. i go through series <laughs> 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 I listen to music <laughs> time You know, I waste. We waste waste a lot of time, but I mean, so it's a hard. uh, It's a hard balance. Thinking like, what are we really doing with our time? Because we have more time, but what we feel with that time now is the question. What are we really? Are we really doing the right? You know, filling filling it up with the right things. Yeah, that's the question. (laughs) But sorry for interrupting you there. I want to rewind a little, like. Who's Andy Collins? Like, how did you, because you're not from Sweden, mm-hmm. obviously. And I want to hear a little bit, like, well, how did you get right. here? You know? Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I'm from, originally from London.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, moved to Sweden in 2005 right. with uh, my partner. We had our daughter. And mm-hmm. when she was born right. I, I, from Croydon, nobody laughed. Love. Oh, Croydon. Yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> family there. <data>. Oh, that's <laughs> good. Yeah, that's good. They with us? No, I'm joking. It's <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Croydon, Croydon I, yeah, I, I least, love Croydon It's my hometown And the funny thing is yeah. The more I'm away from it The more I'm in love with it It's. Um, yeah. I'm going on Wednesday yeah. I, I, It's my hometown so I read about Croydon And I love it And yeah. it, even more so But it does have a Strange love-hate thing Yeah about it.
2: Actually every time I'm in England like, That's where I go So that's Croydon Yeah, yeah. Oh, no Anyway Yeah yeah, <laughs> It's quite
1: <a> funny Croydon <laughs> But yes it, it's, uh, it's my hometown So I have a love about it And looking back at the history of growing up there and the different influences, Mm -hmm. um, taking all of that London life and growing up in there, then moving to Sweden was, it's a change. It was a big change. But I was used to it because I had come to Sweden every summer, basically. But I'd been spoiled by seeing the wonderful side. yeah. yeah. Yeah, You're a tourist. You're a tourist. You only go to the nice places. You hang out with your friends and everything is glorious and nice but and uh, yeah it was a challenge coming over and make no mistake the first two three months I had a headache every day <laughs> because of the language it was like yeah. the sound and when you just put on the TV it was like mmm, mm, mm,
2: mm. It was all I could hear <laughs> yeah, you try, your brain is trying to decipher it and it's getting it's, nothing yeah, and, yeah. That,
1: and it's amazing unless you have lived somewhere where you don't speak the language mm. there's an incredible feeling of helplessness that you get yeah. where suddenly the simple things mm. seem really challenging it's like I used to dread the phone ringing like yeah. We, you know, you I have think, to answer it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if the phone would ring, I'd be like, "Oh no," because it's actually going been there what twelve years. Mm-hmm. Um, the phone. I don't think a lot of people have home phones, home phones anymore. No, not, no, anymore. Like, not but, anymore. But, but, but two thousand five, yeah, yeah it, it still yeah, was. We had like, a home phone, yeah. so. It was the main ringing, you know, yeah. family would call on that phone to, you know, set up Skype and all yeah. that sort of stuff. But still, my mum would prefer to ring on the landline. On the landline, yeah. So when the, when the phone would ring, it would be like, oh no, and you'd hear oh. someone say, hey, she, I don't know, they did it. Like, she had yeah, no. <laughs> Not that a too friendly. Yeah, sounds, they're sounds they're really friendly. <laughs> but, they, but they would say like, uh, hey, I oh, ring her for a moment. And then... Because I wanted wanted to also be accepted in society, hmm. I wanted to speak Swedish, so I put myself even under more pressure. Yeah. That don't speak English because I want, I'm I'm here now. I yeah, you, speak, you want to learn exactly. And learn. exactly. I want to. I should speak Swedish. So, um, so yeah, the f- first few uh, two two and a half years or whatnot, I was learning Swedish. Yeah, uh, to the point that I could converse. Commun- yeah, and communicate. Yeah, exactly. That was a big a big. Weight off my shoulder. Yeah. They really made a big difference and to my confidence, and, you know, mm. a lot of personal confidence. And I'm a graphic designer by trade, and mm. I felt it was also important if I was going to be a graphic designer.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I can't demand I only work with clients who work on ad- English yeah. projects. So mm. I was like, well, I want to be able to also write because I, like, I enjoy writing. You know? I wanted to be able to write headlines yeah. or that I knew made sense. Or would sell or convey what I wanted to convey. And it's, again, yeah. about being able to communicate, which is a key thing. Mm-hmm. And if you can't communicate, if you can't say... If someone says, yeah, we're going to put a new advertising campaign together, Andy, and it says this at the top, mm-hmm. and I can't go, no, that doesn't
2: make any... And I can't. Then yeah, you can't you feel, you feel, like, not, not
1: uh, adequate. No. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be able to throw in an idea and go, wouldn't it be better if we said and instead of we we will have a yes you know give it more strength give it more impact but yeah. you can only do that if you have a you know strength in a
2: language exactly yeah. exactly so yeah that's basically how I, I, I came I mean, so I, what was like uh, apart from that like how did you view Sweden before you came here like I you, you told me that you came here a lot but what was your like perception of Swedes in the world. Yeah. We always see this little country, Sweden, getting a lot of attention in the world. <laughs> like yeah. like too much yeah. even, yeah. to the point where we think like we're this metropolitan, uh, I don't know how, I don't even know how to describe it, but what was your like perception of of, of the Swede? Of the Swede? Yeah. Well, I have to say from a young
1: age, mm-hmm. it was the same,
2: I think, as
1: <laughs> well, yeah. That, I mean, boring. let's face it. I mean, particularly they were the main exports. So it's yeah. not like I would say England was like secluded in that way. We were as a kid, we were told to hate the French. Yeah, I mean that was you know, and, and so The frogs, the frogs, exactly, exactly. <laughs> that was the sort of attitude. So it wasn't like we were open armed as, as a child. It wasn't like you know Whole Scandinavian countries. Uh, yeah. it, we had the impression it was blondes. It was yeah, okay. It was good music, but it was very, very clean, very well organised, and everything. And that was the impression I had. Until I've never met a Swedish person or a Nordic person or whatsoever. So I had no. Uh, what's the word? I only had the stereotypical images, and that's yeah. a sad, sad thing in the world. Is unless you go places, you only get these stereotypical images yeah. because you get force-fed them. Yeah. But um, it's funny enough, I I was in a long-term relationship, not long-term relationship, but well, I was in a relationship with an, an English girl, and um, it was great, and it was wonderful. Well, when we split up, hmm. I, I made a, a decision I didn't want to ever go out with an English girl again, oh, right. because I wanted to know more. About... I wanted to know more about everything. It felt yeah. like I, I, I knew... If I met an English person, we would talk about stuff I knew. Yeah, yeah. we would talk about TV programs I knew. We would talk about everything because she would be, yeah, exactly the same age, and we'd know, and we, you know, it would be great. But we would know the the ends. Yes, exactly. So that's why when I met my Swedish partner at the time, she was uh, a tour guide. Yeah, and.
3: her knowledge of, I mean, England was amazing because she was a tour guide in
1: England. Yeah. So she was taking me around England and showing me things. I was like, oh my God, how do you know all this stuff? <laughs> well, you know, this is where they were. And then taking me back to Sweden, it's like, well, I can take you around. And it was it was like the whole world opened up. And so I, I saw Sweden in a, another way. I saw it as like, wow, this is a... And, and I've got to give credit to, like, her friends, um, Tessland and the Esper, who were, like, her best friends, who mm-hmm. welcomed me, welcomed me, and her family, I'd say, mm-hmm. welcomed me with open arms. Mm-hmm. So, when I arrived, it felt like I was coming into, they were literally, like, friends. Mm-hmm. They were, like, so, <coughs> like, all my expectations of, like, oh, my God, they're really nice people, this is mm-hmm. gorgeous, they seem really, really friendly, and... Yeah. Which
2: they works. seem friendly they,
1: No, no, I don't want to underline that. I don't
0: want to seem like underlining,
2: you know? I'm like, or, or,
1: yeah. no, they seem gotcha. friendly. No, they seem no, friendly, the but they, they
2: are. They were, friendly. Oh, they were exactly, friendly Exactly. Exactly. Um, but that that suspiciousness, like these, you know? Yeah. But that's that's another topic. Uh, yeah. I was I was gonna say no. something. I was like, ah. yeah. But that's <laughs> let me say it. Like, but that's the black thing, though. Yeah. Like when you when you leave, like uh, when you leave your little bubble as as we go into it uh as we were talking about before because as a black person you're not used to be being welcomed everywhere in the world so you always have that that little suspicious like oh they seem friendly like "Hmm, yeah what's gonna come later you know but it probably like i think it turned out
1: yeah thank you for for actually you
3: saying what i was kind of Saying avoiding
2: saying because yeah, sometimes no, trying, no, we don't avoid. I don't want to, here. I don't want to avoid. <laughs> the,
3: the black guy in the room, conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, the in the room, but yeah. Uh, by saying that, like, well, because I was black, I was like that, yeah. as if that was my overriding consciousness all the time. But mm. I was aware. Yeah, that, and you, you are. Avoid, you have no choice. You, you have no choice in yeah. that because people will make you aware of that. Mm. Um, and before I moved over. Um, I actually phoned a recruiting agency, mm. um, and I said, I no, no, do you speak English? Blah, blah, blah. I said, look, I just want to know, I'm going to kind of, try to put a job as a designer, um, what is it like? I'm a, I'm a black guy. What mm. is it like? And he said, I said, no, I want an honest opinion. I said, mm. this isn't radio or anything like that, it's on news, I just want to know an honest opinion. And he said, well, tell you the truth, if you have dreadlocks, you're going to find it difficult.
2: Yeah. You had riddles? No. Oh, all right. No. <laughs> no. I, 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 see, I had
1: no hair whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, but, but when, I was, when I was young. But, yeah, it, 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 I appreciate his honesty in that because he yeah. did let me know that, yes, there yeah. is racism. There will be. People yeah. who judge you differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are always aware of that, even when you, you, know, you, you know it's Scandinavian, you know you've mm. got Minority again, yeah. But I was shocked by how much I did feel in the minority mm. when I came. I was really like, wow, it really is a spot on the black sort of moment, you know? Okay, mm. okay, and yeah. that not everyone is as friendly on the street as you think. <laughs> when you realise that they don't make eye contact, yeah, but that's
2: a typical Swedish thing. Though. Yes, it's not is. it's not personal. It's like, not. <laughs> but
1: when you're used to the English and they're wonderful. You know, I've hung out in bars and clubs yeah. and it's and different. people speak to you and you chat and yeah. we we do uh, drinks. That's the, yeah. key, the key thing if you go out for a drink with anyone. And you cheer you the bill, I'll get this one for you. That's the attitude. It's yeah. And you, you stand in the queue and then the person at the till would say, like, oh, you didn't love, you all right? You know, yeah. how's your day yeah. been? They talk to you. Yeah. And then when it got to Sweden, it was like you know, you yeah. Silence. Yeah. This, yeah. This silence. And then when people weren't making eye contact... That was really unnerving. That yeah. took me a long time to get used to. The, 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 the head turning down to look at the shoes. Yeah. And I go, oh, what? Is, and I, 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 you know, I used to look down at the shoes as well. <laughs> I like, oh, was okay, oh, the shoes, but yeah. they're looking down, and they do it yeah. blatantly, no disguising. They walk yeah. towards you, as soon as you get close, looking down. Yeah. So you, it's hard. You realise that. well, how are
2: we going to communicate that I'm friendly, or that yeah. you're friendly, and yeah. that... But not no enemies. I mean, <clears throat> that's a hard one. Like, yeah, I mean, after a while you get used to it, but it's 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 a really hard one, and, and you notice it more even when you when you go abroad, like you you on vacation somewhere, and you really understand how Swedish you are, because mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody somebody comes towards you and they want to be friendly, and you like thinking like, get away from me, <laughs> like. And then you You catch yourself like Oh I'm just being Swedish
0: I'm just being that Black sweet
2: guy You know that black sweet That's why I call myself The black sweet sometimes Especially yeah, when I'm abroad well. Like Because that's, that's That's actually It's nothing personal But it's I don't know where that came from It's, it's totally a different You know program For it But it is a thing Yeah And, yeah. and we You know It's getting better Yeah It's getting better yeah. But but it's been a thing For, yeah. for, for the culture I've not faced open racism, uh, yeah. apart from just the other day. Apart from just the other... Just the other, five minutes ago when it. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right.
1: Yeah, yeah let, let's hear it. Let's yeah. hear it. Was, it was just a... Group of guys in the car driving past, pretending to shoot me as they drove past. I mean, oh, that's a common one. That's a common probably
2: yeah. thing that goes on, but it just actually all you have to do is reach in your pocket. You, I like, and, I they, and then, I and then it's something. like reverse because yeah. they actually believe that you are as as long as, as just because you're black. They actually believe that you you have a gangster affiliation. So once you do like this, like you're gonna shoot back, they shit their pants. <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah. but that's true though. Yeah. That's, that's, I'm not even lying. That's true. Like just reach back in your pocket and act like you know. Do that. Do that little. Do that little mannerism <laughs> yeah, thing. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I I can't even, it doesn't come to me quick enough, unfortunately. course yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It, it to be takes practice, though. You'll only, you only be
2: here, like, what, 12 years? <laughs> yeah. 30 years. 30 plus. years. So, you're, so it uh, takes practice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> anyway, yo, let's not, okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, but
1: realizing there is racism in Sweden and feeling at times like I was going back to the 60s having grown up and gone through the skinheads and the far right and all yeah. that sort of stuff realising they still allow Nazi marches Yeah. you know when I realised that I was like that was a big shock the first year that's democracy realized, though yeah and I know and I understand that sort of freedom of speech but for me this is what I, my bottom line is if your speech leads to death yeah. Then it is not free speech. No, it's not. If you're, if anything you say will lead to someone else being hurt, mm-hmm. murdered, killed, then that's not free speech. Yeah. And I know their politics on the far right leads only to one way:
3: yeah, death. People get hurt, people yeah. get killed. That's
2: not free speech. That's incitement. Or so people get getting eradicated in whatever means, necessary. are possible exactly. or necessary. Exactly. So, so uh, no, I know I'm. Um,
1: no. I'm, it was unnerving it was yeah. and the fact that since I've been here it's grown the world's changed oh like, yeah. god from when I moved here honestly I felt like I moved here in the, the heyday of the, of, of the globe yeah. when everything felt possible the world felt like it was getting closer the EU everything yeah, yeah, yeah. felt like Wow, we're moving forward Mobile phones, internet, Netflix Everything yeah. felt like we're getting better The world's getting closer, we're yeah. learning But we're
2: that's, the, that's the backside, And that's what we were talking about, that bubble Because all, all this All these communication possibilities Have just led to us Communicating with only the people That form the same opinion exactly. As we do And that In itself creates More division Mm. <laughs> which is crazy, like, yeah, like we have more means to communicate, yes, but we're dividing ourselves, ourselves even more. So it's like, how do we, yes, how do we get you know, how do we solve that? Yeah, it's crazy. How do we solve that? And it goes back to what I was and saying, Andy Collins confident. has the ham has the answer. So, I'm <laughs> <laughs> how how working on yeah,
1: it. It's, it's funny enough, it's kind of one thing I feel like I'm trying to work on, which yeah. is. Uh, just leading to the website, and yeah. what I when I moved to Sweden, what I started was a website called Urban Life, mm-hmm. and that was meant to be the home of Afro Swedish culture.
3: Yeah, because
1: what I wanted to try and do was to bridge that gap. Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. wanted to to bridge a gap between you know, black culture and white culture in Sweden, mm-hmm. and that Swedes could enter into the website, learn more, mm-hmm. and black people could feel a bit more. Part of society, they were mm-hmm. together, they were a community, and build yeah. a community in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, a, that was actually really, I don't say if it was a, ahead of its time in that way, but we were the only website that was actively seeking yeah. black people that had been here and struggled through it, wanting mm-hmm. to write their stories mm-hmm. and use them as role models for the next generation mm-hmm. to so that you can achieve you can struggle it will be hard but you can achieve and Mm. and build something here in Sweden yeah and then there was other things like they'll put in there like how to do hair and and men shaving and all this sort of stuff that that otherwise outside of the UK was completely missing
2: it was like but okay still is I mean it's better but but it still is like a lot of that stuff is really hard like especially for for the younger generation and and especially for the younger generation of half Swedish, half yeah. African, I used to call them Afro European. Actually, a phrase that I started way back. I was ahead of my time when I was saying stuff like Afro European. People were like, "What? Really?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, because I'm European, but I'm African, so I'm Afro European." And it doesn't, it didn't compute for people. And a lot, for a lot of people, it doesn't compute even now. Yeah. But we have a lot of kids growing out, growing up now that that are Afro-European. Like this is what they know, but their skin color, the skin color and the the hair or yeah, exactly. the style, it's it's, Af- it's African-American or African. Yeah. But they still have a European mind state. So exactly. how do we make these kids feel exactly. part of society? Exactly. Do we have to label them or like... It's, well, that you know, was the, the that's the challenge. That's, yeah. That's how I felt for my kids as well, was how
1: will they feel yeah. at home here? How will they identify? And that's a, exactly that bridging that gap or yeah. trying to at least sort of say you have both sides. You yeah. have bulk culture. And mm-hmm. it's great. You can mm-hmm. It's it's a wonderful <coughs> thing. It's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And it's a sign of, of how we are. We're all human beings. We're mm-hmm. all living on one bloody planet. And mm-hmm. Get over this. It's... The, mm-hmm. Oh, it feels like the world's gone backwards but it feels like we still haven't got over the sheer fact that come on we all come in different bloody colours we mm-hmm. all like different things this is not news this has been the way it has been since time began celebrate it yeah. and it's no wonder if an alien comes the first thing we'll do is kill it because mm-hmm. that's our attitude to anything which just doesn't seem to bloody look like it. you yeah. it's just it's ah, really... mind-numbingly frustrating so I, I hope I, I keep hoping that those balls have changed and that our kids
2: are But now, more when, you, when you say when you said the word alien, it kind of like dawned to me like maybe it's ingrained, it's engraved in our DNA. It's maybe it's part of our survival instinct. Something alien comes towards you to fear what we don't know. Yeah, because like that's the only way we, we were we we were uh, supposed to survive back in the days because. Like, if you think of early man... Yeah. And the little knowledge they had of the world. I mean, that was their first instinct. Like, something <laughs> something comes towards yeah. you. It's life or death.
1: Yeah. And maybe
2: we still have that a little bit in us. Like, even though we know more, but it's like... The instinct's like, oh, it's different. Ah. You know, it's new. Ah. Because even, like, the challenge is like, oh, a skateboard. You know, you look at it, like like... Ah. I might get hurt. That's the first yeah. thing you think. Yeah. Like, that's, not like that's it's going to be fun, yeah. or no, I might get hurt. That's yeah. the first instinct, you know. Yeah. And maybe that's what it is with everything. Yeah. It's an instinct that we have to get rid of, but maybe it's harder than. Cause yeah. It's more like I think we've our, been reinforced to
1: fear yeah. what we don't know through movies, yeah. through media, through. Yeah. Uh, parents' attitudes to other people's attitudes—that we are being taught to mm. fear what we don't know. In fact, it, you know, it, it, it also goes down to it goes back. Oh, I keep going in circles, but yeah. the, to the music side, where if someone doesn't tell you this is good, mm-hmm. then you won't give it a chance. You mean, you're, well, if it's not number one in the charts, it can't be any good. Yeah. How we we almost. We, we want to be told it's okay. Is this okay? Yeah, it's okay. And that's a little bit here in Sweden that yeah. you feel that as well, is that everyone's kind of waiting to be told if that's good. Yeah. Oh, it must be good. Everyone's talking about it, and, and we're quick. And I have to say that's something I've noticed here in Sweden. If, if someone endorses it, if it's shendis, this, if yeah. it's this, then everyone wants to know. They'll, then they'll flood. They'll <laughs> fill the gates. But, yeah. but, but it doesn't quite make sense because they've got to come from somewhere. And yet nobody wants to give anyone who's new a chance no. and and those are the, the they're the seeds they're the, they're the what grows and if mm. why only feed a full plant yeah it's the seeds you need to feed and the, I, I've never quite understood it particularly when when we throw plaudits elsewhere but you don't mm. take care of your own it's, you know, mm. it's, it's that trump thing where I, I these <laughs> lead world leaders yeah but I can't understand you know yes they're lining their pockets I understand the way the way some. way the world works. But where people don't, leaders don't look after their own people Mm -hmm. and put them first. But instead, they'll do everything else around it. You know, they'll treat their their own people badly. I understand if you might treat another country badly. If you're the leader, you'll go, oh, that country wants to take our stuff, tell them to get stuff. That I can understand. But when you go, our people need some food, and you go, no, they can get stuff. This is your own. So I don't get it how... How the Swedish mm. the Sweden? It's a cross where they just look at, at international artists, international this, that, and the other, and say like, they're great, they're wonderful, they're the best thing we ever heard.
2: Or if they make it out outside yeah. of Sweden, then it's then be like, exactly off the US, you know, the, the so right now. Yeah. And, and I mean, all these people had to go to the states first yeah. before they blew up. I mean, but it's, it's it goes way back to ABBA and them um, as well. Like yeah, they had so to true. make it outside of Sweden yeah. before they became huge stars in Sweden which is weird because Sweden is such a small place but yeah Yeah. yeah, this but those are like those are like major questions though I have I have a few uh, theories about stuff like that but it's gonna sound very Conspirational, if that's even a word. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: conspiracy. Conspiracy. conspiracy theorists. Yeah, exactly. Yes, it was 9 11 actually. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that, The whole conspiracy thing was yeah. put on everything. And then when things like Trump gets hit and suddenly we realize the Russians might have tampered
2: with it. I don't really believe, like, maybe there's some truth to it, but I don't believe, like, Putin and the Russian government be like, yo, let's go out there and actually. take over the United States government and try because like if you look at the intelligence capabilities of America and Russia I mean American intelligence capabilities are so much bigger plus they they work together with the British intelligence capabilities so the Russians would be so outnumbered so they might have done it as a prank maybe but I don't think they were really serious like we're gonna go in and change. I agree.
1: I don't think they yeah. went into. I think it was like a prank it,
2: thing. Let's 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 see
1: what we can do. Yeah. I think that the hack from for me. This is just my theory. was yeah. that the hackers were seeing how far they could yeah. go in yeah. that process, and then if they did find a, a wormhole about a back route in, yeah, and they played with it. That they went, yeah, let's yeah. see. Actually, we've managed to get into Florida's voting yeah. thing, yeah. and we can change because I, I do do think, because Trump, you know. Get too political here, but mm. but Trump, you know, is a friend of Putin, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it was in his favor to have an ally in the mm. White House. It went yeah. to perfect sense, yeah, and it has proved that way. I mean, yeah. but,
2: but the thing but, is, uh, in, uh, at the un- at the other end, like these things are kind of hard to uh, hide, especially like computers, because everybody thinks like, oh, computers, you could do anything. But computers always leave trails yeah. Like, you can never hide anything Even if you erase a disc It's always some remnants of, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, So yeah. So that would be really stupid of Putin To, to go that route, you know Like, really I
1: you think he's been found out Yeah, he's been found out So the trail no, is less to
2: Yeah, so I don't think he was Dumb enough to do it But anyway That's a, that's a question To be answered for You know <laughs> yeah, we'll I think too, it was right. like A prank that went too far And like yeah. Oh how do we save this now Like you guys What were you doing Like don't play With this stuff Because well, it's, it's too major To be played with As far as I'm concerned I'm going to wait For Fox News Because I, I trust them To let me know yeah. If he did or didn't do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, same here. I'm actually waiting for the guy to get his job back again. But what's his name?
1: Uh, uh, no, I don't, I don't know his name, but I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was, got fired. Bol- but, you know, molesting. You know, yeah, but they losing god. so much ratings right now. Oh, Bill, like, mm, Bill. Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. Oh, oh my god. Dear, dear,
2: dear. Yeah. But, yeah, man, so... Yeah. When, when we actually, like, how we started this whole thing, I wanted to see, like, what what you felt about the creative state of Sweden and how how come Sweden is such a big entity right now when it comes to creatives mm-hmm. uh, designers musicians yeah, you know yeah. the, the, the Max Martins the Sarah Lashans which all have like some kind of like soul uh, background really mm-hmm. you know in Sweden but as for you as a fighter for Swedish soul writers uh, or soul singers so or whatever yeah like, how do you feel about that? Because we, we we do have some success, yeah. Like out in the world yeah, as yeah, songwriters and producers uh, and and what yeah. you know stuff like that. But does it does it uh, does it rain down or trickle down to the to the? I know what you mean. The grassroots. Yeah, to n- the n- grassroots. N- n- no,
1: basically. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was it. no, because yeah. what well, it's a uh, it's a machine. Yeah. It's a machine. It's a money machine. Yeah. And that's music today. It's a money machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I accept that. And I'm just trying to work within the parameters of it. But it yeah. is a machine. And once they get something that works, they're looking for something else that works. There's yeah. no... We don't... We haven't got time to test. They're not going to put money into tests. And yeah. they'll put out artists that... you know, They'll all... Team them up with great producers, great writers, great videos. They, there is a formula that works. Mm-hmm. They know what platforms and where to put it on, and the time. It's mm-hmm. all, you know, by the, alleg, alleg, logarith- the rhythm, algorithm, thank yeah. you, are all set out. They know yeah, the they way know. To, to reach young. Their audience, it's mm-hmm. their audience. And there is a key audience they are targeting. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, if you don't fit those criteria, it's mm-hmm. a struggle. Yeah. It's an absolute struggle. They aren't bringing us. Bands. They aren't bringing us new, fresh, innovative sounds. They're giving ones that, if, oh, hang on, this one kind of worked, or someone did something, okay, we'll package this with that, we'll give it this image, and we'll bombard it everywhere.
2: It's like they created an ideal, yes. and they want you to follow it. And exactly. If you're not the ideal, then, then you're out. No, you're outside no. of the parameter, and then. Exactly. Not
1: relevant exactly. And I don't want to sound like it sounds really. You can sound really sort of bitter and yeah. and sound like oh well it's because this person's you know that the major corporations are taking bands and you know it sounds a but bit I of mean,
2: a uh, but it's true though. Look at like like Idol. Compound. Yeah, Idol now is like the biggest platform for new artists. And if you if you're not an artist on Idol every year now, you're not gonna. Yeah. You're not, gonna yeah. Make yeah. yeah. You're not gonna make it. Yeah. Not gonna make it. Yeah. It's now, Idol and then your vision. Yeah.
1: Then it's opening those doors, those doors have got harder when, you know, if, it's if you're on Sony's label, and they open, they can open doors for you immediately. Mm-hmm. They'll go, we'll get you on this show, we'll get you on this breakfast show, yeah. we'll get you in this, uh, we can get you on to these uh, festival stages. Mm-hmm. You're going to meet your public, and, and it's amazing how we all, when we see someone on TV, we go, they were good. Mm-hmm. Oh, we really like that track. Because mm-hmm. you've seen them on TV, they wouldn't be on TV if they were a regular Joe. Mm-hmm. So And you're mentally you're already sold Yeah. and then you open the newspaper and there's a double page spread on that artist there's a full picture and yeah. then you find out they're playing in your local town they must be good, I'm yeah. in, yeah. I'm there yeah. and then I'll put on the car radio it's going on again and we are swept up to that point where they also know how you know how the track length should be and, and yeah. the sounds, they're even getting down to a it's song. A it's, it's a blueprint. blueprint exactly, and it's a blueprint and it's becoming, a, for those of us who love music we hear that blueprint quite clearly. Mm-hmm. While there are many others who are happy to be in that blueprint, who are happy. They go, well, There's nothing wrong with it. It's fine, it's poppy. it's catchy mm-hmm. and and it feels good and so what more do you want? Yeah. But for, for those of us who knew music and have a love music in another way, it's a reflection of our emotions. Yeah. It's a reflection of where we are in the world, it's a reflection of who we are as people. And at that time. You need more than just one sound coming at you yeah. we needed to reflect us and that's where music came from it was a reflection of how we felt mm-hmm. it was a, a, one of our most beautiful ever if not the most beautiful creation we as humans have given the world and that's how
2: different genres got born you know you yeah. had the punk genres exactly. and then the sub-punk genres and you know yeah. but but you know we're oh, losing that today yeah. because like right now you, even in hip hop like you hear now it's the same sound like that you know, trap sound and everybody's doing that and nobody want to hear anything else and it's getting so repetitive it's like you want to give up the whole you know and it's even hard to find new artists now it's crazy, on the internet, like, is it, it's hard to find new artists yeah, on the internet. Like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, man, but that's it, weird. It's,
1: uh, I mean, it's one thing that I have been trying to push, or, or I am, and always will be dedicated to helping bands mm-hmm. as well, because I, one of the most beautiful things I think are still bands. I think yeah. bands, and it's yeah. not until you notice when you look at the charts, if anyone's listening, or I hope there's loads of people listening, yeah. Um uh, look at bands, look at your chart list and see where the bands are, see yeah. where the new bands are. Yeah. There's a dynamic, the dynamicism, the dynamic within a band, which you, it's magic on stage. Yeah. It's magic in the music. When you know that these five, six, seven group of people have made music, they've sat, and each one of them contribute to what you hear, Yeah, it's a different feeling than when you hear one person mm-hmm. who's standing behind a keyboard mm-hmm. and someone's singing. It's... Yeah. It's a different, nothing wrong with that. There is, just to say, there is nothing wrong, there is a skill, there is an art in being able to produce and create music on your own and Mm. present that with wonderful vocalists. It is wonderful. I have many, many tracks that I adore Mm. that I like that. Mm. But there's room for bands. There's room for bands and a guitarist and bassist and, and that dynamics when they're on stage and the friendship and yeah. as we go back to being about like communicating with each other Yeah, yeah when yeah. you can see that these group of people hang out they chat they talk they drink
2: they play it's, it's but but the, the thing is that there's not an environment for that because now everything is so everybody's so self-centered mm. and everything is driven by so let's say you have a band and you have an Instagram page Who's supposed to run that? Who's supposed to put up? You know, you know, that, those are stupid things. Like yeah, they sound stupid, yeah, but yeah. who decides what picture to put up? You know, they have to have a meeting about that. Yeah. Like, oh, now we're going. We want to. We want to like put something up on our Instagram. Electric. What are we going to put up? Are we going to put up a picture of our band, or we're we going to put up a picture of the drummer? You know. Yeah. So these are like small things, but that are relevant. In today's environment, because everything is so self-centered, you have your page, you have your little yeah, thing. So, yeah. oh, Ola, why did you put up something about our band? You didn't discuss it with us. Ah, uh, that that's the problem. Too, you're right, you know, because those, those small uh,
1: discussions that end up blowing up. Yeah. Like I said, people can't take criticism into. Yeah. You know, there okay. what we'll split bands up yeah. immediately. Oh well, I'll do it myself then. Yeah. Oh well, because I'll you can Because actually, you
2: can. And that goes to even relationships. Like yeah. now, it's like, oh, but I'm independent. I don't need yeah. you. Like yeah, exactly. I could, get, I could get my own apartment and yeah, live off my own salary. Yeah. We just
1: share the kids. And, yeah. Exactly. You know,
2: exactly. It's very very quick
1: nowadays yeah. where you can seem to say well no, okay, I don't we want actually you to had
2: care. we had a little uh, Instagram concept, uh, conversation about that the ego. Like why? What we were talking more hip hop. Like why are there not any more hip hop groups? Mm. Because now it's like it's all about yeah, the, well, that I one know, guy. Yeah, Remember back well, in the nineties, you man, had all man, the groups, nice. the, the R and B groups, and the, the every <laughs> no, the clicks, okay. the crews, yeah, the posse. Exactly. Now yeah. it's like it's like. One guy and the, uh, maybe the other Yeah, you exactly. Know.
1: exactly. And I miss that. I mean, yeah. my, at times I feel old, but I feel privileged. I have to say, I look back when, when artists like The Great Prince and David Bowie and, and an artist had passed away. Yeah. And I, just the other day, I saw a video, it just had a clip and it had a Freddie Mercury talking about Michael Jackson. Yeah, and I was thinking, I've lived through those.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I remember when they started. I remember when Michael Jackson was a young kid. Yeah. he was my age. But <laughs> I remember yeah. all of that. I remember all of growing up through that. I remember when Prince came out with his first tracks. I remember when all of this started. I yeah. remember when bands that even the thing being about music, yeah. and this is perhaps why I am passionate about what I do. When I when I grew up music just meant music yeah. so when I listened to the radio it was rock mm-hmm. it was pop it was soul it was it was anything everything. it was music. everything you know, my parents listened to Calypso mm-hmm. and country music and mm-hmm. Elvis and I mean, everything would go Peggy Lee it was anything in my house yeah. Bob Marley on Sundays And and I didn't Think it didn't even occur to me that there was different genres. a different genre. Yeah. It just sounded good. Mm-hmm. I would sing every track that came on, and then mm-hmm. as I got older, I started to get into ska. I loved my ska, and then I got into reggae. Mm-hmm. Reggae music was big for me, and then then I liked my pop tracks. You know, I thought mm-hmm. Duran Duran and them lot was playing big tune ch- I was I was into it. I was like, this is really good music, but I would play that track. Mm-hmm. And then I'd go play my Kid Creole track. It was it was a big I was a big Kid Creole and the, the Coconuts fan. Yeah. And then I would go and play my, my new um, Bunny Whaler album or my new yeah. um oh so, so, Gate Man. I had some wonderful twelve inches from green sleeves. I mean I loved my reggae I mean all of it was just music. Yeah. And it was I, I was after a feeling. I was after a feeling. Grandmaster I was at the concerts when um, Beastie Boys run DMC um, LL Cool J we were doing their first tours mm. at Brixton. I was at the very front, and my, and I, you, know, you kind of know you're witnessing. You knew, and that's the atmosphere. You knew this was the start of something. Mm-hmm. Hip hop came out of the blue, and it, I had Green Man, I had um, not Green Man, Yellow Man, that <laughs> 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 Hulk Man like that, yeah. no. but, but Yellow Man, and he was a big sort of rapper. And he was one of the pioneers of rap. Yeah, and I loved his reggae style. So when we then came out when, when hip hop then started, and you know we could sing "Grandmaster Flash," and I was there. It was. And then it became fun. Kid and Play and all these artists but it became fun and parties and mm. house parties. And mm. the, There's so much wrapped into music and it also then became a symbolism of who I was. Yeah. Because at that stage I would feel like sometimes I'm hanging out with the reggae crowd and I would go to a black club and it'd be cool. Yeah. And then next time I'm listening to R&B and I'm like, you know, beat hot and It was it was something for everyone. I, I, yeah. It was music sh- and I feel scared that, that young people... I've just got one route. Yeah. There is no other expression. There is no, well, maybe a lounge with a bit of late-night reggae at this time. It's a heavy dub. Mm-hmm. You know, or then I'll put on my, uh, a bit of rock. I'll listen to, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody at 4 o'clock in the morning if I feel like it. Yeah. Or oh, I'll listen to, like, no, no, it's got to be this side of music. I've, gotta, yeah. I've just got one route. Yeah. I, I, I do worry. Uh, that people won't appreciate anything outside of that, that Mm -hmm. they won't really
3: go like, this is...
2: But I think that the creation of the bubble has been a long time coming, you know, like Mm -hmm. slowly but steadily. And it's actually like, uh, if I'm going to go crazy with it, it's actually a form of divide and conquer. Because then people are not getting together as a whole. You have them in all these these little pockets Where you can send in messages Like Oh the hip hop crowd Yeah This is how we communicate with them Mm -hmm. The rock crowd Mm -hmm. This is how we communicate with them It's pretty much the same message Like consume Yeah Shut the hell up And consume Yeah But But we don't have to communicate it to everybody Because if everybody's communicating Then they're stronger So I think It's 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 Something behind it You know It has divided us So In a way
1: And um, Well Basically what I love with the, the music that I'm finding and trying yeah. to 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 help reach others is it's not just in case anyone is thinking that mm. Scandinavian soul is a pure copy of American soul. Mm-hmm. That is not what it is at For all. It, yeah. In fact, I, I try to sort of say that if you say Scandinavian, the, the clue is in the word Scandinavian. Mm-hmm. It's not American soul. It's yeah. the soul. And what I'm trying to help encourage and find is.
2: Scandinavian the soul. This Scandinavian soul. Thank yeah. you. That's exactly not, it. Not it? the music, mm-hmm. but exactly. the soul Thank of Scandinavia. Thank you. Maybe you should change it up to soul, soul of, of Scandinavia. Yeah. Because I have thought that many times. Yeah. I have thought that many
1: many times. It was only because of Google. Google yeah, yeah. search words, to be honest. Because yeah, yeah. I you know, because if you want to search you wouldn't perhaps search for soul or Scandinavia, yeah. but you might search for Scandinavia. Scandinavian soul. Yeah, yeah. So you know and again it's about how But the slogan could be soul of, Scandinavia. Yeah. And I love that. I, I really, really do. And that is for me the underlying um line of what I'm I constantly try to find. Um is music that has it's come from their soul and yeah. it's fine if they, if it comes from influences from Jill Scott and American soul and mm-hmm. it, if it has those clear influences yeah. but when people do what for me the Americans aren't doing mm-hmm. take it somewhere a little bit further mm-hmm. which is what the Scandinavians are doing where they mm-hmm. take it into electronic they almost mm-hmm. rip a lot of the soul out of it yeah. but then they put soulful vocals on it yeah, or they'll yeah. take part of it and, and, and mix it a little bit and I love that I love that there's a it's different, and a wonderful email I got once from a lady in America who said, "I really love your website, which is great." And she said, um, um, "No music, no music in America sounds like this." Mm-hmm. And I, I knew what she meant yeah. because it, 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 it's unique in its own way. It's the one people like called "Pamanga Dream," who do this sort of. They're mixing it. They're mixing old '80s with soulful lyrics, and yeah. you wouldn't get that in a, a particular in a black neighbourhood where, for me, in, in America, where they would take mm. those influences, they want take, you know, those clues, those, those snippets, and, and make something new out of it. Mm. So I feel like Scandinavian soul artists, so soulful artists in Scandinavia, is how I like to mm. say it, are doing what they feel. They have no borders in what they can and and, and can do, can't do. Yeah, yeah. and then that makes it exciting because every time I get sent a track I don't know what to expect yeah. it's kind of great it's not like I go oh this all sounds so samey it sounds mm. you know and anyone I hope who goes onto the website mm. will find it all sounds uh, varied mm. you never know what the next track might sound it mm. might sound a bit jazzy it might sound a bit soulful might sound a bit this well I can listen to a lot of new soul and some soul stations and I, I kind of know I kinda, it's, it's, <laughs> You know it's going I know where it's going The yeah. next track comes up And it's a blueprint. The, it's a little blueprint again <laughs> You know And, yeah. and unfortunately there are Many other genres
2: That have You get yeah. stuck in Well this formula works And it has to be like this But the funny thing is Like uh, What I notice About Scandinavian Soul Or Scandinavian Urban music Is that There's no market for it So the people That actually do it they do it because they love it, exactly. you know. Exactly. But soon as you soon as you have a market, then everybody's going to follow the blu- exactly. the blueprint of the market, exactly. and that's what happens in big uh, big places like America and because they actually see the market and they know what suits the market, so yeah. they're going to do what's for the market exactly. in order to gain the proceed the proceeds of that yeah. market, whatever. So, so that's the that's the funny thing that we're fighting for these guys to actually get more revenue out exactly. of the market mm. but that's the same thing that's gonna kill yeah. that soul that we're talking about yeah. so it's a, it's a it's it's a tough balance to walk you know I, I, can, tough... I can give you a,
1: I, can, I can give you a story
3: mm.
1: um, that just reflects the way the music industry is mm. um, there's a band called The Magnolia from Gothenburg mm. yeah, who
2: have you heard no probably no. I, I know the word it's nah. a famous it's word it's a famous word <laughs> it's a, <famous> word. <laughs> it's it's a, a flower, flower right, <laughs> right? yeah
1: really, yeah, the colour well they're, they're based in Gothenburg anyway they, they, they were two lead singers and for me one of the greatest hmm. bands Sweden's ever produced ever right, right. they were they were different two male vocalists each hmm. vocalist I mean when I say two male vocalists you go what band is actually what band is two male vocalists and each vocalist has a distinct sound. It wasn't like well, one was a bit weakened. No, they were, and they weren't just. They weren't just people. They were charis- they were charismatic. I mean, you, when they're on stage, you know you're seeing like the Amy Winehouses of the world. You are yeah. seeing people that were born to do this. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the, from the first time uh, my friend Sandra sent me the clip, I said, "This is this this is what you, you dream of." Mm-hmm. We we did the soul awards and uh, a guy I know from Warner Music I said you've got to come down and see this band Mm -hmm. you really do this is like nothing else came down honestly everyone at the awards open mouth literally going what what is this because he just didn't expect it afterwards he said Andy you're right what a band Mm -hmm. I'll take the lead singer oh (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy yeah and he took what the lead singer. And call. he took Take the lead yeah, singer. He so lead, he, split he split the whole thing. He split Split the whole thing. Oh my God. And he's doing well. Yeah. The lead singer's doing well because... Yeah. Anybody we heard of? I don't know what I'm saying that you know, Because <laughs> <All right>. right. <laughs> was, it all right. wasn't a bad thing. But well,
2: you already said it. Somebody know it. People we can do their research. Yeah. But but it
1: wasn't a bad thing. not blaming him at all. Yeah. It was not in any way. I do know. Really, he's a lovely guy. And... It, because it was the door opens and the door only opens once. Yeah, you know, it doesn't like every day someone's going to come and open the door for you. Eh! So you've got to take the chance, and mm. you know, and it was the right decision for him uh, at the time. And I uh, you know, all respect to him. And but it was a symbol for me. It was mm. the sign, and and, and and all the reasoning that my friend at Warner Music gave made sense as well.
3: Yeah,
1: we don't, we can't afford bands. Do you yeah, know how much yeah. it costs to take a band? Actually. It, it's, it, it's logical. It's like, you yeah. know, we can't. You add it all up. The contracts, the, the travel costs, the time. And me
2: putting on events. I know those costs yeah. of putting stuff on. and it's. So it's actually a deliberate direction from, from the yeah. record companies, actually. And that's one thing I forgot to say. But it is deliberate because it's always easier to deal with one person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but mm-hmm. now as uh, you said you're going back to England... <laughs> I want to. <laughs> I, I want to get into that. Like, uh what's up? What's up with the, you know, the the the, the political climate over there oh with the God. Brexit and the regret? What Brexit? Regret. Regret. What's regret? Regret. That regret. Regret. Brexit.
1: Regret. Yeah. And regret. They call it remoners. Remoners. Instead of remain, they become remoners because they're moaning. Oh <laughs> all right. Three That's a new one it's well, What do you think about that? Like, Were, were you one of the
2: advocates for uh, exiting? Or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I, I, you
1: know, I, I'm so pleased to say In, in my in my, in my personal history It feels like I've always stayed on the right side Of, of politics in that way Where I felt like I, I wouldn't have associated With the people who were calling for Brexit They yeah. weren't the people I would ever have stood Next to Nigel Farage and all those people They were never going to be people I looked at And thought yeah he speaks for me ever it would, it would never have happened it yeah. didn't matter even if his point was right I yeah. wasn't I knew he wasn't nothing he was saying I, I'm not that easily led I mean Fiasse was yeah. like oh come on how you can't be that naive when someone stands up and says I want be country back yeah <laughs> it, it I thought nowadays why would you, you wouldn't you scratch your head and think what do you mean by that? Yeah. What do you mean by I want my country back? From what? From who? From what? What are you on about? We've just got closer. I mean, mm-hmm. I understand, I do understand a lot of people have issues with the amount of, uh, the amount of, what might look like a large amount of, uh, I say immigrants, but foreigners coming. Mm-hmm. That Suddenly, when I go back, even on holiday after a year, and you go back and you go, well, there's a lot of different people around there. There's a lot of new faces. Mm-hmm. And, when it goes too quickly people come with their own oh what's the how do I, sound, how do I put this it's like maybe it's like the neighbours who moved in next door and would throw a mattress outside the front door and yeah. hanging out because that's what they would do in their country yeah it's like well actually maybe we a little time to adjust to we don't yeah but that's the thing that. uh,
2: with the, everything Some something being uh something new, strange to yes. us. And it's like, that's common exactly. though. But exactly. when it happens too fast, yes. that's the thing. Yeah. And yeah. so for a lot of people, they might have felt it was too fast. Yeah. And there's
1: one thing you're complaining about that, but there's another thing is then having some stand up and start to say, well, this is the answer. There's yeah. a quick fix. There's one button we need to press. Yeah, let's and shut it. Let's just shut it down. <laughs> yeah, that's the answer and everything will be rosy. And yeah. I can't believe people are so still, so gullible that they really think things are fixed by one prep, you know, like yeah. that's it. All done. Everyone's off and we're back to normal. It yeah. like the world works like that. But then very, very easy. We're so but but to be honest, just going back on that, that mm. it was the newspapers I mean really, the uh, in particular in England, the is um, it Daily Mail and The Sun and mm. their headlines. I mean I think at one point I posted it on Facebook, I mean it's like nearly a hundred Newspaper covers of warning about immigrants and and, and yeah. the saboteurs and this that and the other and you were you were literally bombarded with yeah. every reason to hate the EU. Again, yeah. as I say, we were brought up with, with hate the French yeah. and that was what we were bombarded with as kids. So when the newspapers are telling you like the EU, they're taking away your rights, mm. you're losing, we, we, we don't have our laws. Yeah. I mean. And the worst thing was the, the conservative government do all at the time whatever, but they couldn't get enough reasons for us to stay. They weren't you know. clear enough. They weren't positive enough. They didn't have enough. If uh, they could have just made it clearer that we literally are jumping off a cliff here, which they did say, but no one really wanted to listen. It's much easier to sell anyway. Yeah, it's much easier to sell that you know we're going to put three hundred fifty million. Back into every household, you know,
2: into back into the hospitals, than mm-hmm. to say that well, we're not sure what's going to happen. Yeah, but where where are we going to get the medicine from? Like, with all the import export, uh, uh, what you call it, liaisons that we're cutting off, how are we going to do it? Like, <laughs> the taxes are going to be raised because now we're not part of the, the common, you know. It's crazy.
1: as far as the, the Brexiteers are concerned, is that
2: we've got our
1: country back. Yeah. everybody wants to deal with us because we're the great rich empire we're the yeah. greatest country in the world yeah. so everyone will desperately desperately trying to buy anything we make And Campbell's <laughs> Campbell soup Campbell's soup will sell <laughs> like you know imagine we'll stop selling uh, them PG, um, Jaguar uh, yeah, automobiles PG tips German. Because they've forgotten yeah. that when they say I want my country, but they, they keep harping back to these days of, of of where they were making all of their own products,
2: but not anymore. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, the great British, the British com- Empire. British I call Empire. this the British aftermath because actually, all this is like a result of br- great
1: Britain. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's um, and and for me, it wasn't. Unfortunately, that was without Brexit. I don't think Trump might have had the success he did. I hmm. just feel that was uh, the knock-on effect to show that anything can.
2: Happen. I think there's a direct connection.
1: Yeah, uh, for me there was. It was like I felt like there was literally a cloud went over the world because you thought if England would leave, the best thing they had. Yeah. they you know, was it working with their nearest partners? And mm-hmm. it was ridiculous. So when you think about it, you know, these are the ones you trade with. That, yeah, that you'd rather <laughs> trade with India and people <laughs> further. What are you gonna what? It doesn't make sense. But if they're prepared to leave all of that, put in the custom borders, as you say, and, mm. and all of that, and that was on the back of basically racist rhetoric, you know, mm. basically saying, you know, we don't want these people. Then when as soon as Trump stands up and goes, Yeah, I don't want people either. Yeah, yeah come on, let's get rid of those. And, yeah. and he came out with some horrible statements. But they were cheering off the rafters now. Yeah. Now they're saying, Yeah, we don't either. And unfortunately the terrorist attack attacks have
2: fueled yes, fueled that fear. And my theory really is have. like these terrorist attacks are actually being fueled by because somebody's like funding and making sure this stuff's hap- yeah, yeah. this stuff happens. Yeah. But you, you always have to look back to who's benefiting from mm. the from the aftermath of these things. Yeah, and I think the Brexit people are kind of benefiting a lot right now yeah. because yeah. now it's like obvious, like yeah, you yeah, see, you see, yeah, see? Well, that was told it. you well, that was it. That's yeah. exactly even here in Sweden. Like, why would a guy all of a sudden in Sweden pick up a truck? Mm. And, like this craziest. Yes, it's like somebody had to incite him. Like you know. Need this because yeah. we need to make some social change, and this would yeah. benefit. Because I don't even see ISIS looking at Stockholm and be that's like, gonna, "Yo, this yeah. is where our yeah. fight is." Yeah, let's just do one truck yeah, exactly. in Sweden, exactly, and yeah. that's it. And <laughs> yeah. do, you know, yeah. So yeah, I don't believe in this. uh It's not a coincidence. Right. Uh, I mean, like I don't know. It's, nice. it's hard. But anyway, we've we've been talking uh, a whole lot of. I don't know how long we'll be talking. We'll be talking for like uh, at least one and a half hours. Is it? No. Is it really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's interesting. I mean, we could go on, but. I was going to say, producers. I I haven't even touched on on (laughs) that. Our producer's coughing away like like,
1: He's holding up a clock.
2: He's tapping
1: his watch for the past half an hour.
2: But I'm thinking about the struggle (laughs) that you're going through, (laughs) like with. You know, Scandinavian soul. How how hard is the struggle? Like, good question. Is it is it is it to a point where you want to give up, or is it where to a point where you you want to go harder? How, how are you feeling right now?
1: Very good question, actually, because yeah. I don't get asked that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how are you doing? How, yeah, are, you yeah, doing? how are you doing um, in the struggle? Yeah, in the struggle. <laughs> of it, soul. We, how is it treating you? Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a very good question. It's um because I feel a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, because if it was just Sweden,
3: mm-hmm.
1: perhaps it wouldn't feel as big as it is, but when I feel I'm trying to help you know, Norway, Denmark, Finland, yeah, yeah. Iceland, <laughs> um, and there's a lot of artists doing a lot of stuff, and if I don't write about them, mm-hmm. they could disappear. Yeah. They, they might not get to where they need to be. Yeah. There's a lot of responsibility. and. There are times, you know, as I say, I get emails and such, and I feel, I, you know, and I, ha- it's sad that I feel I have to make a judgment, and I don't want to have to make judgments on people's music mm. uh, alone. I don't want to have to sit there and go, well, I don't like it, so it's not very good. Because, mm. It's because it shouldn't be just about my opinion.
2: Yeah, because but, music is a music is emotion, and yeah, you might not exactly. have that emotion, but somebody else might, might have exactly.
1: And, mm. and at the same time, I've got to try and make a judgment of what music we put on the website because if I put everything I got sent yeah. the go go oh, no, on well, there is a whole load of anything on there yeah. it doesn't the website's got no cohesion
3: yeah
1: um it sounds all over the place so I try to you know moderate moderate, like, moderate it yeah. a bit and then if I write reviews it's so basically it's. Um, I'm trying desperately to get more people involved I've tried for years to get more people involved, mm-hmm. involved.
2: but uh, at what level like how do you go about it? Like, people out there scouting or people writing or sponsors? You need sponsors oh, so you can yeah. hire Spons- people. Sponsors would be great. I mean, yeah. at the end of the
1: day, it's a, there's no money in, in running a blog or website. No. Not unless, you know, you get massive... Crazy traffic. Crazy <laughs> traffic. <laughs> and uh, websites aren't
2: being used the way they used to be. People come through Facebook. So All right, we're I mean, we're we're on a pod, but what about in Scandinavian a Scandinavian music pod, like you guys do that. that that's yeah. what I, you know. What I started um, a website. That well, I started
1: a radio station. Yeah, my thing, oh, right. I still think it, it's something we need. Yeah, like an independent radio station. So I started yeah. one called Urban Life Radio, mm-hmm. and on that I promoted. You still have cell. it? No, I stopped. I, I stopped doing it. I used to do it from the castle in Upsala, <laughs> which was just awesome. Yeah. Um, every Sunday, and I was again trying to hope to build because it's yeah. still what what the music needs particularly yeah. in Sweden we yeah. need an independent radio station yeah. that plays urban music for for two reasons not just for playing music that that doesn't get heard on commercial radio okay. but also independent businesses yeah there are small businesses that can't afford to be on mainstream radio stations yeah. who want to advertise their local coffee shop who want to yeah. advertise their nights and club nights and things like that mm-hmm. well there's nowhere for them to advertise no. there's nowhere for them to reach apart Facebook. from Facebook <laughs> it's, the, it's the usual channels yeah. and, and we desperately I feel I mean we, I feel we desperately need an urban
2: yeah. voice
1: and urban music so mm. and that would help Scandinavian soul music a hell of a lot if, yeah. if it was being repeatedly heard yeah. and played and exposed and championed by DJs and other people yeah. but yeah I, 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 we have tried doing a <laughs> no, I haven't tried to do a full podcast I've done a couple but yeah because um, yeah, I, I, I also try and do events as well yeah. obviously so I try yeah. and do the Soul Awards and try and at the moment to work on a festival right. so it takes a lot it's a, yeah, it's <laughs> it, a, it's a lot as I mean, you got uh, yeah if you're one man you know if yeah. you are
2: one, uh, if you are a one man army you yeah. know, and you're not really getting paid off it and people don't realize that a lot of this stuff is done from the heart and you have to actually go out of pocket yourself yeah, a lot yeah. of the times yeah. and that's when actually I was talking to Amethyst the the other yeah, girl that yeah. uh, she's she's been very important for the hip-hop scene here yeah, very much. but when she actually laid it out like she had to like actually fight for this and go out of pocket and really you know, <laughs> yeah. where people think it's just a given thing. Yeah. Like, no, you have to fight for it. Yeah. You have to be really interested. That's what I'm thinking about here because yeah. it, it is a struggle, and you can you can get worked really worked up and actually hit the wall. Yeah, like, as yeah. they say in Swedish, going vegan. Yeah, yeah, you know?
1: yeah. And I I kind of hit a wall <clears throat> last year. Yeah, uh, after the award, which was just a fantastic night, but mm-hmm. after that it was. I was finished, I mean yeah. it just took so much work yeah. to, to put it together, yeah. um, and then I ran out of money completely, I mean yeah. it was like man, <laughs> <this> is, I'm <laughs> completely out of pocket, I need to, because the amount of work and time it takes, my, uh, mm. I, I had, didn't have as so much clients, mm. so then I took a full time job instead, but yeah. man that, that didn't work out at all, uh, Really, mm. sapped, that sapped my whole mm. soul as a human being, it really did. Yeah. So it took a long time to get back into being me and then as soon as I got back to doing Scandinavian Soul and mm-hmm. writing about artists I mean there's the a band I wrote about on on Sunday they were called Jeff, the Danish Band.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: They're brand new and I loved what they've done and I love their cover artwork and it's it's when people put all the effort in and mm-hmm. they, they, they from the artwork to the tracks to what they wanted to do to everything and I I'm so happy they were really happy with the review and I was really happy to have helped them and it's not money
3: yeah
1: but it's it's worth it it's for me it feels like uh, they just I can't put it into (laughs) words but it it, it warms my a part of me that money couldn't warm yeah I feel like I've helped society even if I you know when I'm I'm gone from this earth but I feel like I've helped society in some way in any way I could and it didn't Mm -hmm. cost me a thing to do it yeah. just time just time and, yeah.
2: time and effort time and effort <laughs> but I would
1: like to help more people which is why it would be great if I had you know sponsorship and other writers and, and people that were just willing to give up some time to just help get it to the yeah. to to help even more but um, yeah. no I, I, I hopefully people are at home enjoying the music and having the time of their lives
2: because of things they hadn't heard before yeah. and that's the uh, the bottom line actually like right now it, like it's it, Actually, should be so easy because you have all these crowd funds and stuff like that. Yeah. Like people could actually just like donate, like a crown or whatever. <laughs> but true. they don't do it. It's like, like and it's like why wouldn't you like just you know? But I... but it's kind of hard to get people to commit to that point. Yeah, and I don't understand it. Like people are like they are so quick to complain when there's no when there's nothing happening yeah. or going on. But as soon as somebody puts a hand out, like yo help me fund yeah. this thing and, and, yeah. uh, and then all of a sudden everybody's quiet yeah and like damn I have I have like a thousand followers none of them are committed no. enough to send even like exactly uh, the wow that's, that's surprising yeah. actually exactly. yeah. but but you get all the likes and yeah. everybody you know yeah. but but well, when it actually means to something like really committing to yeah.
1: everybody. That's the newspapers have found. I mean, they yeah. found that everyone will read the newspapers and no one's prepared to pay for it. But I, I'm hoping you're right.
2: I mean, yeah. we should try crowdfunding. And, that's, and new, that's a new thing. Like, we have to find out a, a new way of like people putting value into the music or entertainment, mm. you know. And that's the hard nut yeah. to crack. I'm so <laughs> Please. pleased that things
1: like vinyl yeah. has returned. Because yeah. at least artists start to make some money back. Yeah. That's been a, and and will start. I hope we'll start to value that. Yeah, they look back, you know, because you see it when, when when Prince died, and you look back at what he had, suddenly you realise that what have I got? Yeah. what have I got of his? You know, something I wanted to look through. and say well, "Did I have anything? Did I have anything that what well, we still had, Prince?" You know, yeah, and 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 I, and I, I my kids, and of their generation, when their idols pass, yeah, they don't have, they don't they have, they, have no, nothing.
2: It's a little, maybe like maybe a digital a, print, a digital but playlist it's which a, everyone had yeah, in the world.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, but there's no connection between you and that artist that no. said, "No, I was there." Even if they signed it, or you got it at their event, something that said, yeah, a "T-shirt." Yes, I, I connected with this artist, and they connect. They spoke for me. I was there. And it's a, a passionate thing that I, I'm hoping that mm. vinyl. Will also cause people to take time to listen properly.
2: I hope it's, yeah. a, it's a long shot. But that's the thing. The crazy thing is that the people that are actually buying vinyl are the old school guys like yes, us that, you, that yes. even know what, what 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 the the format. Because you know, I was actually <laughs> yesterday I was messing around with my old DAC tapes, and my DAC tape started eating my tapes. And I went oh, crazy. Oh, you know I always <laughs> like, oh, the tapes I was like trying to save them but but when I took them out and I have to break it but I know how to splice the tape. so I was yeah. like oh, I you know I can still save it but these new kids man it's like nah, it's nah. not even It's it never gets to that if a file is corrupted you just download a new file yeah, and it's exactly. like and it's out there free so yeah. it's not it's not a big deal like yeah so music doesn't. I mean, I don't even know how to put right. it. It's, it's funny, it's sad. I, I was sad. thinking about Spotify. I was not an advocate of Spotify for years. But no, no, I'm no. still
1: not an advocate. I, I know, I know, like, I know. I, hate Stop. Spotify, I know. <laughs> I have to agree. with you. I feel that with Spotify, I've always felt is like, like a bouncer to my music. Yeah. It's like there's a bouncer in front of my music who one day can say you're not coming in. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, I can't have that. I can't. My music. I need. It's yeah. a part, it's, I, tell, I can't tell you how much it's part of me and I'm sure all of us. Yeah. Our music, when we want to hear what we want to hear, we want to hear it. Yeah. And to feel that there's someone who could stand in front of the door and go, actually, no, you can't get in. You didn't pay this month. Yeah. You've got to pay to get to hear uh, your you favourite know. track. Yeah. No, you can't. No. This is... Oh, this is me I've listened to this soundtrack every day when I've woken up it's my it's my part of my life yeah. one day someone could stand up if it went bankrupt and closed down yeah. something got hacked and you know was offline I would be without yeah. my music yeah. I can't I just can't it's it. that's what it means I am that connected and to actually
2: it. people don't think it could, ha- it could happen because like oh buddy it's not yeah. gonna happen yeah. but once that happens and you as you're looking, in, uh, you're looking in your living room wherever where you keep your music yeah. and you're missing a big catalogue what you're listening to <laughs> too? like oh I haven't bought music since 1985 exactly it's yeah. like oh shit you've got <laughs> nothing you've got nothing so <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy
1: yeah as I say I like the momentum the, the momentum uh, the memory the mo- is a momentum yeah. something you keep yeah. you, your memory of yeah. that time so I, I you know I find this the artists I've worked with and, and met in Scandinavia who sent me their stuff, I treasure them. I mean, I have them all yeah. lined up and they're, they're wonderful. I know that they might have only sold three, but I'm one of the people that have three of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And it even comes even more. Yeah. Valuable to me because I go. I bet not
2: many people have this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a one. But that used favorite. to be the thing. That's that used, you know that used to be the thing you collected and you got the 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 white label vinyl, yeah. the single with no print on it, yeah. It's just a stick on it, and you know somebody wrote. Man, and you're like you, like you imagine like this probably DJ Premier that wrote number yeah. one or two on it, you know. But nowadays, like, it's ah, a connection. Crazy. It's, it's a connection. Maybe we're like too that. old. I mean, yeah, it's but we didn't think vinyl. I didn't say vinyl was going to come back. I didn't think, yeah. it would but is it really it. back though? Because I've been I'm trying to print a vinyl myself right now, but it's like it's not really back. I think it's a, it's a figment of our imagination. Those people who love vinyl, yeah, I, know what you mean. I don't really think like if you if you print like 300, they're not gonna go like that. No, no, <laughs> they, they won't, they, yeah. uh, they won't go like that,
1: but if it helps at live events if you yeah. can help connect people to your music so if you go around to your friend's house yeah. and you see a vinyl on the side yeah. you might question oh what's that Yeah, and they'll go oh it's and it might just you can't do that with a playlist can you? you can't do it on no, the phone. I mean, you can't yeah. you know, I used to walk into people's houses and go like oh I see somebody likes Pink Floyd you know you would know yeah, 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 yeah. exactly you know exactly what they were into but now it's like, well I can show you my playing list and maybe yeah. we can go through one of my tracks here. <laughs> you know, it's all right. I wanna dig through and then go like, Oh, you've got the rare you know, Miles Davis yeah. album. That was How's the thing that? actually
2: when somebody was like in the kitchen preparing food or whatever, you know you could go into their picture album or you yeah. could go through their the record crates, you know. Yeah, exactly. And It was usually the record crates and you're like, yeah, oh, exactly. so you like, Yeah, exactly. You go, Oh how did you oh, buy this one? Yeah, 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 like yeah, you know, can I borrow this? Oh you can't nah, borrow that, you this can't that. Exactly. You know, yo, you never brought
1: back my <laughs> other one. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's it was it like a big social thing. Yes, it was. You know, it but was it's not as you say, going back to that, going back to Facebook again, but it's that where you would invite people over to look at your photos. Yeah. Um I was talking about this on Saturday, was that I know where my friend went on holiday, so I felt I didn't need to ask him. I'd seen all the pictures. Yeah, you were
2: there. I was right? there.
1: So <laughs> when we met, I almost had nothing to say. Yeah. yeah. I'd say good trip.
2: <laughs> yeah, good yeah, trip. Loved yeah. It.
1: So that's see the end it that. end yeah. So yeah, and so, it's uh, unfortunately I don't ask people about their music anymore. Yeah, we used to go like, I'd say Have you been to anything?" But it's yeah. not like I'm have you like, start, "Have you dropped anything yeah. new?" Right yeah, if, if, yeah. Oh, you didn't see it? Yeah, you just go look. It. Yeah, you look or, it up. But, or when people recommend artists now, it's the same names. Yeah, they go, I "Oh, I heard that." So so you know, a name I know has dropped their new. You go, yeah, I know because it's all over Facebook. I always no, say Drake to people.
2: Like, what are you listening to? I'm like Drake. Hey, Andre <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Yeah. Anyway, oh, yo, it was it was Gosh. nice to have you, man. Oh, yeah. it was crazy. No, like, it's lovely. Sorry if I I I do talk. One of the best talk. conversations. I
1: do talk a lot, so I do. I am. Yeah, yeah. but that's what we do
2: here, you know. It's, Bless you. Actually, we should have had this with a little bit of drink. It would have been more. Imagine we did all this on water and coffee. It would have been so worse. Imagine like a couple of beers and some wines, like really, really after work, sweet shop.